0: not entertained thank you thank you that is just music to my ears thank you very much but we have in the sponsor opportunity green room once again wwe hall of famer john bradshaw layfield slash rugby ambassador plus his compadre King get Bailu, the inventor of words as they prep feverishly for the your company name here slate that we'll be covering here today we also have mr george hook waiting so let's bring in john and gift guys 25 and 23 not stellar the best uh... who was best who was the best john you were the best and john there's a lot that you did right last week you called in from portugal on a fishing boat and you actually had the best record so reversing everything that you did wrong by not being on the show live on a boat and making you in the walk of shame and then not having the best picks and getting you the wooden spoon Management reluctantly salutes you uh, for your good behavior. There is no management. Fake. You're like you're like Mon-
1: uh, that tail guy that the, for Notre L- Dame, the, the linebacker that had like the fake girlfriend.
0: You've got like fake management. <laughs> <laughs> you got a got catfish. Ta- uh Monte, Monte whatever. Tao. Yeah, oh, Monte Tail, bastard. Yeah. All right, so we have Mr. George Hook waiting. So let's get to what we got. The wooden so spoon. We talked about
2: how Fiji plays down to its opponents and makes everybody embarrassed for no reason because we want to. Take the starlight. It's hard to be the top dog every once in a while. You really rooting for you, Fiji. I mean, you won, but embarrassingly.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fiji's like the ex that uh, you keep going back to and you know you shouldn't. Just breaking your heart every single time. In a crazy, crazy week, yours truly gets the wooden spoon. Oh, cool. Ooh. Cool. You get it. You get to keep it. I'm just going to graciously accept it and know that this is a good chance the rugby odds are in my favor that I won't be getting a wooden spoon again with you two.
1: will not you stick it in your ear? Hey, if you stick it in your ear, you think it'll come out the other side?
0: <laughs> we also have the walk of shame. John, you are so easy to pick for the walk of shame, but I get the walk of shame. Ooh. I get the walk of shame for not having a better record than you two this week. So I, I welcome that. So you suck.
2: <laughs>
0: this week, I sucked. Yes. Yep. But it's liberating when you when you know that it's just a one 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 shot deal. That's it. That's all it is. On that note, guys, we have to move on because we have to bring in George Hook. So let's take a quick commercial break and bring in George Hook.
1: Need a great price on a new vehicle? Sheehy makes it easy. Easy Price shows you our lowest prices on the Mid-Atlantic's largest selection. Find your best price online or at any of our 31 dealerships.
3: It's easy. It's she-
0: If you're in New York City and want to watch some great rugby, have some great food, and some great times, go to the world's best rugby pub, The Pig & Whistle on West 36th Street. And we are back, and once again, we have the honor of having Mr. George Hook come on. George, how are you? Yeah! Hey, how?
3: I I must say, I'm not sure what week this is, week five or week six, but I'm getting slightly teed off by the Mr. Hook. And by the honour and privilege you're all feeling and having me here, uh, none of which excites me greatly at all, because there are 5.3 million people in Ireland, and at the last count, 5.29 million of them don't have the honour of listening to me. So (laughs) let's cut that. Okay, fine. I'm just I'm just reading
0: off the teleprompter after what Layfield said. You, you know, made so, a legend
3: mad. Way to go, Matt,
0: you dummy. You're the you're the jackass that said to call him Mr. Hook. All right. Matt. Anyway, with our recurring themes, we are looking back at the last round of the Rugby World Cup and figuring out what we learned. And George, who better to start us off again but you?
3: Well, I what I think we've learned is that this is a yawn of a tournament. Uh The the overwhelming majority of the matches are uh, decided before they're played. The vast majority of these matches are lambs to the slaughter. And unbelievably, the tournament is in danger. That's what we're learning. Uh, The second thing we're learning is Italy is now a problem. For global rugby, conceding, as it did, almost 100 points New Zealand. And remember, New Zealand are part of the most competitive rugby championship in the world, i.e. the Six Nations Championship, and they've hardly won a match in it. The question now, now, is, should they be in the Six Nations Championship? If the best, if one of the best, the sixth best team in Europe cannot compete in the World Cup, where are we? New
0: Zealand doesn't play in the Six Nations, so it's kind of like apples and oranges, isn't it?
3: No, because what we have already seen is the South African provinces play in the European Championship. I mean, uh, let's forget geography for the moment, how the heck he gets South African teams into Europe. But anyway, you do. So if you can get the provinces to play in the European Cup, then it's not a big step to say you can get South Africa to play in the Six Nations. And they jump at it. They would absolutely jump at it for the money it would generate because nobody now cares about rugby. Nobody cares about the game. Nobody cares about the players. Nobody cares about the spectators. Nobody cares about anything. The great banker of the Depression, J.P. Morgan. Would be the perfect guy to run world rugby because it's all about money. And in fact, now that we're going to <laughs> J.P. Morgan, I think we ought to get Joe Kennedy in as the deal as well because he would have cheated and Ireland would have won. Get some booze in
0: there, but George, you know, you, you're touching upon a lot of you know explosive topics here in terms of the Six Nations, specifically. You know, it, it's it as if you if you don't know this at home, it's it's not controlled by world rugby. It's a private entity, right, unto itself, and Italy makes all of its cash, or a lot of it, in that Six Nations, they would have to say, okay, yeah, we're out, right?
3: Well, I I mean, I'm not suggesting I know what the mechanics are. Do Italy say we resign, or do they get sacked, or whatever? I don't know. But clearly, the experiment of putting them in the Six Nations, by any criteria has been a failure.
0: And we'll have to rename it from the European Champions Cup with South Africa in that eventually. Uh, John, what have we learned from the last round, other than you you know how to fish in Portugal?
1: Well, I tell you what I learned, because I was, I was all over Portugal, all over the Azores, and everybody I ran into said a couple things. For one, they didn't know that Mr. Hook didn't like being called Mr. Hook. So they said, you're <laughs> working with Mr. George Hook. And I said, yeah, they, they love George Hook in Portugal. They love the King. And then I was talking to a family there and little five-year-old boy said, yeah, but Matt McCarthy's a dick bag. And I said, and his father, his father said, son, you can't say that. He said, dad, I'm talking about Matt McCarthy. So he said, okay, it's okay. So all of Portugal loves George Hook and King Ebelu and they really dislike you, Matt. That's the number one thing. (laughs) Let's get to the rugby. The number two thing is all about, it was all about the rugby. They watch our show, Matt. I'm sorry that people watch our show and I'm out there greeting our fans. The number two thing is the rugby itself. You have teams stepping up that are playing against tiers that are slightly better than them that can match up them with a short time. Look at look, Portugal uh, matched up for, uh, sh- should have won the game, matched up for a short time. You had Fiji and Georgia. Georgia stepped up against Fiji. The depth was a problem. So you look at the teams that play New Zealand. New Zealand plays 80 minutes of rugby better than anybody in the world, especially when they're the best team in the world, which they're probably not right now. But they weather that storm for 20 to 40 minutes. When you're betting games, remember that when you're betting first half because teams can match up against a slightly higher tier than them
0: for 30 to 40 minutes. They can't for 80. I, I am stunned. You you just made a a, a valid point. I, I don't know what you ate in Portugal, but you got to keep eating that. Gift, What what did you learn? from this round?
2: Look, I think the one thing that was learned is the one consistency that we've seen this entire uh, tournament, the kicking. I mean, when the kicking is bad, I mean, it's bad. And it affects the games, especially when it comes to these close ones. That Fiji-Georgia match was embarrassing on different levels. What's happening with Ireland, Scotland, and South Africa. And then again, what we see with Japan and Argentina. What is the difference of all those teams? Kicking. Everything else, is kind of up in the air uh, in terms of... No pun intended. Yeah. And lastly, this Rugby World Cup was going to be impossible to match to Japan. Like, it's impossible to match. And to try and be able to mimic that was a cultural event. I don't think that's been able to be mimicked in this one so far.
0: I would. I want to add a couple of things about what we've learned. Andre Pollard, the Springbok- Springboks messiah, has returned. And he ain't rusty. He looked great. So... This is going to play deeper into the tournament, watching Pollard perform. George called it earlier in a couple of these shows previous, but Andre Pollard and Scotland. Now the darlings of the tournament, especially amongst Irish naysayers. I'm not one of them. Ireland's going to beat them by at least two touchdowns. That's 14 points in American terms. Uh, George, did you have any other point before we take a quick break? Because we have a little bit of time.
3: Well, I, I, the other thing is DuPont, you know, uh because there was a period where he wasn't he was gone. Now we know he's back because and I'm I'm no medic, but I have had a similar injury uh to that, players have played international rugby. I only played club rugby with a broken cheekbone, but players, Irish players, have played with a broken with a broken cheekbone in an international. Uh, this, the idea of this face covering, is a well-trodden path in covering facial injuries. So, Dupont back is A major plus for the tournament. Ireland are now worried about New Zealand. Make no mistake about it. Uh, Okay, they were playing Italy, but it was the old New Zealand with the killer instinct. Scotland are not a
0: worry. We'll be right back with questions for Mr. Hook, George Hook, right after this. You need them tomorrow? If you order today by 3 p.m. New York time or noon L.A. time, they can have them to you tomorrow. Young, old, male, female, if you're playing on turf, if you're playing on grass, if you're playing in the rain, you're playing in the heat, they've got you covered. RugbyNow.com. Go there now. And we are back again with George Hook, John Bradshaw, Layfield, and A Beilu. Uh, Questions for Mr. Hook? John, what do you got? Yeah, George, I really believe that character
1: is not built in adversity circumstances. I believe it's just simply revealed. When you had France versus New Zealand, France realized about about the time the second first half was over, they were a better team than New Zealand. That realization caused them to just boat race New Zealand in the second half. Did New Zealand come to that realization also against Italy? Looked like the first eight to 10 minutes this game was going to be close. All of a sudden, it looked like the All Blacks realized, you know what, we're the All Blacks. And they destroyed a tier one country. Do you think that that light switch went on in that game for the All Blacks?
3: There are a number of examples of where players take over rather than coaches. And I have a view which I'm I'm in a minority, The Joe Schmidt is a pretty rubbishy coach. Uh, And he was a poor coach to Ireland. He was overly conservative. Uh, He was over-controlling, right? Now, I think what happened to the All Blacks after the debacle against France, and for them it was, the players said, hold on here, Joe. I know you don't want us to pass the ball. Joe, I know you want us to kick it. Joe, I know you want to be conservative, but we are going to play like kiwis. And I think they did. Now, I could be utterly wrong. Maybe that didn't happen in the changing room. But I don't think you can get that difference. Your point, John, and it's really well made. That point about character and everything changing, I think that happened in the changing room. They said, if we're going to lose this tournament, we're going to lose this tournament. But we're going out like All Blacks. We're not going out with a whimper, which happened to them uh, in the World Cup in, in when it was last in France. And they were beaten by the French. Uh, this time, I think they're saying we're going out. We're going out like all blacks, and that's really bad for out.
0: I, I gotta, I gotta just add a point here, George. George do you know who Joe Madden is?
3: It was he the fella who was who kind of copied George Hook on the NFL on television? <laughs> that was John and Madden, and he wouldn't, and that he was wouldn't John. fly aeroplanes. He wouldn't yes. fly aeroplanes.
0: That's right. That was John Madden, but Joe he Madden, no relation was the manager of the Chicago Cubs that won the World Series the same week that Joe Schmidt's Ireland beat the All Blacks for the first time in 3,000 years in Chicago. And here you are continuously bashing Joe
3: Schmidt. No, one thing about me is I'm consistent. I bashed Joe Schmidt for the first time I saw him in Leinster. And I bashed him at Leinster. I bashed him in Ireland, and I'm happy to bash him anywhere.
0: Fair enough.
1: Ian yeah. King continually bash you, Matt, 24-7. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I edit
0: that out, So, and I turn your mic off. So I have that, I have that but control. But I must
3: say, that was a very good question.
0: John, John's on a roll. You. John, you are on a roll. Whoa. How high are Thank you right you. now? He's reading off the <laughs> teleprompter, George. Gift,
2: got a question for George? Yeah. Uh, look, you've mentioned on multiple occasions that as you felt, especially with this tournament, that the quality obviously has dropped, and a lot of that is going towards commercialization. On the other side of it, it doesn't feel like rugby actually grows monetarily. It seems it's actually becoming more indebted, losing more of its power. Just seems to be actually going the opposite direction. For you, seeing what's happening with the tournament, I've seen that commercialization probably isn't working. What is in your opinion, at least, a stepping stone to what kind of beginning does it need to go to kind of recalibrate where rugby is? Because this this doesn't seem to be working on any levels right now.
0: This is a half-hour show.
3: <laughs> oh, this is a, another great question that doesn't need a lot of time to answer it. Uh, there are two sports that were never meant to be watched by spectators. Cricket. And baseball. They were both invented for people to play, not for people to watch, because they are both the most boring sports on earth. How dare you? Rugby was never, ever, ever meant to be professional. But, like, when... Faced the understandable situation of players who were saying, "Every week we're playing in front of seventy thousand people. The unions are making a ton of money. Can we have some of it, please?" That was an inexorable move. But if clubs actually go and bust, that then leads inevitably to the stupidity of trying to turn it into if you have 24 teams instead of 20 teams then you make more money rugby now is motivated by money nobody gives a hoot about the game they only give the hoot about the money
0: all right so speaking of money this show is a gambling rugby show entertainment show and we have a limited amount of time but how about a second-tier rugby world chalice or bowl being played simultaneously. You're going to call it the toilet bowl? Let's ignore John. John.
3: I'm with John, the toilet (laughs) bowl. And this is horse manure, a suggestion of the greatest level of (laughs) horse manure. What question? Rubbish. (laughs) Rubbish. Sport (laughs) is – what makes sport great is competition money isn't going to save America. But that's no, not what I'm saying. I'm not I <laughs> well, just... that's what you're saying. You're no. talking about the toilet bowl company. <laughs> <Yeah. that Yeah. laughs> nobody will Nobody will watch. Nobody will care about. No, I mean, I, I you know, you have a better chance of taking a bet on Innisfree with John Wayne and the Quiet Man than you have <laughs> on Hong Kong winning <laughs> the first match of the toilet bowl. Come on, give me a break. I thought this <laughs> was a legitimate program.
0: All right, so how many <laughs> how many teams should be in the Rugby World Cup in Australia Eight. if it is indeed Eight. in Australia? Eight. 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 That's not going to happen. So oh. – you know, yeah, we're, we're, turn- oh, we're, we're, we're likely turn- to go in the other direction, which is unfortunate because it's just watering down the tournament. Argentina versus Japan. Who's going to win it?
3: I think Japan are going to surprise us because it, we've. it's only four years since Japan had a wonderful World Cup. And I don't believe with the same coach, uh, in four years, they've gone backwards that much. Uh, they're going to be difficult to beat.
0: On that note, Mr. Hook, I want to thank you, George, George. for on once George. again.
3: George. Canary and Boholite live Calair. Hell
0: yeah. Right <laughs> back at you. We'll be right back right after this. From New York City comes America's longest running and most popular rugby show, the biggest names in major league. presents MLR Weekly made in New York City. We're back and that was great to have George back on and uh, you guys were relatively uh, well behaved and you sounded intelligent at times. It was kudos. He was at us
2: than he was at you.
0: (laughs) Bam. All right, moving right along. Let's go to the Rugby World Cup and we're each going to take a shot at one match in this. We'll be round Five, John. Who do you like? Ireland,
1: and for a lot of reasons, they have been disrespected like crazy, and I think they feel like they've been disrespected. are you ever. Scottish?
0: All you I do am is Scottish. talk about being I am Scottish. Scottish. I
1: believe Scottish is going to play these guys tough. I believe Scottish is a good team, but they're going up against an absolute buzzsaw. And what the king and I do is not bet according to allegiance. We bet according to who is going to win. That's why people like us on the show and know that you are English. Love the English. Want to be English. Want to be Prince Harry or Meghan Markle or whoever you want to be, but you want to be English. I'm going with Ireland for one good reason. Ireland has been disrespected. They won the Six Nations. They've beaten France. They've beaten New Zealand in the past year, and the, all the talk is about France and New Zealand. Well, they also they're beat South Africa Scotland. in this tournament. Scotland is going. To, that's and Scotland's going to be game. They're going to be. They're going to play hard. First half's going to be close. Ireland is way too deep. They're going to beat them by more than 11 and a half.
0: So you're riding both sides of the fence, oh. complimenting your fellow nope. Scots and Baltimore. I love my
1: fellow Scots, and I'm rooting for Scotland, but I'm betting on Ireland. Go ahead and root for the English. Go Pick ahead. Go ahead. Gift that's Charles now, King Charles.
2: Gift, <laughs> who do you like? Japan versus Argentina. I like Japan in this game. Argentina has been putting up a nice little game, beating basically everybody that's supposed to. Japan is actually a team to beat. Japan actually knows what they're doing. They've been here before, but most importantly, they got the talent for it. And I think that they are far better in their wing, in their centers, and their forwards. I'm going to try to follow the money here. At
0: 19 and a half, it seems like a lot of points, but I think Wales is playing well. I think they win this by 20 points.
1: Yeah, hey, I, I hear. I hear most of your families from Wales. The other half from people.
0: <laughs> All right, let's move on, John. We don't want to want to neglect the grand final. And we had mixed results here. Gift and I picked the, the winner, the Panthers, but this is a gambling show, and it was a three-and-a-half-point spread, and the Panthers only won by two points against your Broncos, John, so you win. Look how many cowboy hats I got. Of course the Broncos won. They didn't win. They covered. They covered. That's what's win. I won money. Then <laughs> <And, laughs> That's all that matters. Winning money. I like that. That's why he's on the show. Gift. Who do you like in the NPC? Quarterfinals.
2: Bay of Plenty versus Hawks Bay, the battle of the bays, but not the ones that you love, is one that I think is to watch. But I'm liking this Hawks over bays, even though Plenty of Bay has a three and a half point spread on them. But Bay it Up with Bay is going to be about the ones that fly. Hawk all day. Bay Bay. So
0: you're taking Hawks Bay plus three and a half.
2: Plus three and a half, yes. That's what okay. he just said?
0: I, he said a lot there, John. I have no idea what he said. Easy,
1: baby. Who do you like? Wellington. I bet on Wellington all year long. I'm not changing now. Don't overthink this. Simple.
0: Bet Wellington. I'm going to go with Canterbury minus four and a half versus Auckland. That's a match. If you want something outside of the Rugby World Cup? Watch that one. And on that note, guys, we're basically out of time, so we got to do our picks of the week, plugs, and get the
2: <laughs> out of here. So picks of the week gift who do you like the true bottoms of the bottoms tonga versus romania tonga's got a 36 point spread uh favoring them and uh i actually think this is going to be the first game that romania actually plays like they probably are supposed to be in this whole tournament at all man. This, it's this a lot a of points of 36 and a half hey, even better yo i think romania actually plays a little defense you know all the heart, throw it on the field, give it what Namibia never got, and uh, gets at least three to six points on here and uh, holds Tonga under 30.
0: <laughs> I, I I don't disagree with that one. John, who do you like? I'll tell you what I'm about. I like the fact that
1: Scotland is going to play hard. They're going to run, and they're going to try to roll. I think Ireland is too deep, and they're going to get them in the second half, but I think the total goes over with a lot of points scored. Scotland, Ireland.
0: All right. I, I, And George says your idea was horse maneuver. I just got a call from Joe Schmidt, and Joe Schmidt and I are going to be the organizers of these Tier 2 tournament, and it's going to have promotion relegation for the next World The Joe Madden
1: analogy was absolutely stupid. I mean, actually, George said your idea was the worst he had ever heard. Ever. Ever. And he's not – he's like an older guy. Oh, oh, now you're an agent. that
2: with the NCAA March Madness, and nobody literally watches that other tournament. Okay, so you –
0: Bam! You two ageists are now criticizing George. Way to go, guys. Way to go. They're just telling more lies. I had to mute their mics, ladies and gentlemen. They're just not telling you the truth. And this this show is about integrity. It's about the truth. It's about the word, the rugby odds. And these two are proving, once again, that they are willing to stretch the truth for maybe a soundbite. And my soundbite is going to be another winning pick. My pick of the week is England. England to run Samoa out of the park. And this should get a reaction from my colleagues.
1: Oh, I can't believe you're betting on England. Shockers.
0: 18 and a half. It's just sitting there. It's candy from a baby. 18 and a half. Come on.
2: When they they say London Irish, they're talking about you, Matt. Bam! (laughs) London Irish. (laughs) All right, guys, Bam. plugs, gift. Health-enhanced food, gut health. Yo, Thanksgiving is coming up. You want to make your stuff, 20 minutes. Get some great things that will help for all your bread needs. And, of course, also check out Rugby Swag Show, um, both health-enhanced and gifttimerugbycom slash swag. Are you doing the show from your fulfillment center? We do it from where is you know why? Because we are so family-friendly that we make sure that every package is taken in with care. I'm going to open up one of those like Shark
0: Tank right next to you and crush you like the cockroach that you are. John, plug? Speaking of crush, stories of Briscoe and Bradshaw had Baron Von Rasky on our show
1: last week. Crush you with the iron claw, and he really dislikes you, Matt. Check it out on YouTube. I will kick his ass
0: anywhere, <laughs> anywhere anytime.
1: You could tie him to a tree and not beat him up in a week.
0: <laughs> can we Can we try that? Would he, would he, would he, would he be up for it? Yeah. I'm going to plug George Hook's podcast. Go to at G Hook on Twitter Suck to up. find it. And also I want to plug the pig and whistle. If you can't be at the Rugby World Cup, come to New York City and go to the Pig & Whistle. Tell them John Bradshaw-Layfield sent you, and you will get absolutely nothing. But if you tell Cormac McCormack that Rugby Wrap-Up and the Rugby Odd sent you, you might have something else. On that note, we're out of time. I want to thank John Bradshaw-Layfield, the WWE Hall of Famer, King Gipday Beilu, the inventor of words, Mr george hook just call him george and thank you for tuning in please check out our other shows including mlr weekly the college rugby wrap-up hit that subscribe button on youtube please sign up for our weekly newsletter and please join our american red cross blood it's like a yard sale